Welcome to another episode of I Wish I Was a Little Bit Taller. I am Amir. Fergie's about to jump on and we cover everything. We get into a little bit of the NBA draft and then all the chaos that just happened over the last four or five days and how the Lakers are sizing up their rings for the championship rings. Listen in. Yo, Fergie, welcome back from vacation. Oh, yeah, it's good to be back, you know? Always good to be home. How you doing? Good, good. It's like summer vacation, but like, well, at least I didn't go anywhere. You got to travel a little bit, so. A little bit, know. not that too crazy, but, you know, family trips here and there. It's changed dramatically since we were kids and where, you know, summer vacation, you just kicked it at the beach all day, played ball in the afternoon, and... Uh, Right. That was it. That was it. Play, play some ball at the EOY. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Um, all right. Well, since we've been gone, a lot has happened. First, the NBA draft. So let's get into that. I know nothing. So I'm going to ask you any surprises that you noticed or anything that you noticed that were kind of unpredictable and any players you saw dra- get drafted that will in- have immediate immediate impact on the team. You know, there's, so there's a couple. Um, the first one that did shock me was the point guard from Gonzaga, right? Jalen Suggs, who's a freshman stud. And he, so he went number five to Orlando um, as a point guard. I know they're not super high on who was even the point guard. What's the guy that came over two years ago? The number one pick from Washington. Got him drawn a blank. I haven't Anyway, a good pick for Orlando to get him that he failed to find. But I'm very surprised that um, at four, Toronto didn't take him. And here's why. They picked up Scotty Barnes, this big, you know, forward from Florida State, very lengthy, very young, raw talent, right? But he plays the same position as Siakam. So I'm like, unless the big play is to really slow play him and they think they're going to get rid of Siakam, I thought that was interesting, especially since – it had been out there for a while that they're going to try to trade Kyle Lowry, which they did. And you have mm-hmm. his replacement as a, a, a running mate in the backcourt with Fred Van Vliet, you would have Jalen Suggs. So I was, I thought that would have been a great fit in Toronto to have, uh, to have that pickup as Suggs. So that was one surprising. And then the second one I'll throw out is um, who knows, we, we may all look back on it and obviously Golden State Warriors management knows more than we do, but I thought this is their window where, they could have traded those two picks and one yep. other and got a absolute superstar in return. Man, well, they still might because it sounds like Simmons is interested. So he is, but here's the thing with the players that they got in the draft, are those as nice of pieces as opposed to pre-draft when it's this like excitement and energy right. of, Ooh, we don't know what we can do for it. So you give them those picks plus one player, you may have been able to get Simmons in return, and then you do have that squad that's yeah. going to compete. I thought they went, uh, I don't know, a little, um, I, I don't know, a little, little soft on that. So I, I wasn't sure about what they're going to do, but maybe they'll end up trading them again. So who knows? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You don't know exactly. Nothing is final. I mean, we're recording this on Thursday night. A fish, the trades 
all the trades, all the crazy signing trades and signings, whatever, don't become official till tomorrow. Yep. So you never know. There might still be some maneuvering and some like additional teams in trades for whatever might happen. So uh, things aren't final, but yeah, I agree. We all assume like, I mean, we did a couple of pods where we were like throwing out options where they would throw the two draft picks and Wiggins for this player, or that player. So yeah. Um, yeah, I was surprised that they didn't get in more potential, um, more involved in the free, free agent trades and signings. Um, yeah, but, and not, not yet, but that's the thing is maybe yeah. a team has come out and said, we like these two guys. If you can get one or both, then later on down the road, I mean, who knows what's going on behind closed doors right now. There could be two moves that end up with a third move which is the ultimate play for the Warriors. So exactly, exactly. And, you know, look, they picked up a couple of good players. They, um, you know, uh, they blaze uh, more took less and came to the Lakers, yep. but then Otto Porter signed with them, which is relatively, you, I mean, they're not the same player, but you know, they're, they're comparable. Um, well, when you look at that though, I think Porter actually, fits better because he's another he's a defensive player as well he can play a little bit of d and he's he's bigger too yeah you know? he, he's I mean, more of like a three-ish yeah bigger three and d type of guy and yeah. he shot well you know also so i don't i don't see that as a a terrible loss i i kind of like that pickup do you um, think wiggins or not wiggins um uh what's his name uh what is the player that uh, on their team that i'm i have the roster right here uh Oubre. do you think Oubre is going to come back to them because he's still a free agent and no one signed him and there's very little money left for people. So that was one of the things I was going to ask you later. I don't know if that might be a sign and trade option as you put him in a little package yeah. as well, because he's still a, he's still a scorer. For he's a sake. very good player. He's a good yeah. player. He's an NBA player. Absolutely. So I heard the, I heard the craziest thing there. So on, I was listening on the drive home and it's like, um, I forget what it was uh, on Sirius XM. It was like Amin Al Hassan, I think that's yeah. his name, right? Yeah. And I don't know. It was like a hot take. He's trying to get Bates or something. But he was talking about where would be the best spot for Iguodala. And I guess Iggy had said he wants to go one of three places, the Nets, the Lakers, or Golden State. So he was running down all the pros and cons about where he thinks she should go, et cetera. And he came to a point where he goes, oh, I think it's going to be the Nets or the Lakers because – um, you know, I don't think Golden State has enough scoring to compete for a championship. And I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck are you talking about? You have Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. What do you mean you don't have enough yeah, scoring? But that's all they have. No, you have. Uh-uh. I do not agree with that. You got Wiggins as well, who is a, you forget, he was a 20 point scorer in the NBA. You surround him with now Clay to stretch the floor even more. That opens it up. Wiggins is an athletic motherfucker come on no i'm not disagreeing with you and look he's last season he averaged 18 4 and 2 that is so without clay spreading that's the without clay very true but remember with that, that's without clay which means a lot of his shots he's not going to get as many shots as he did last year right you assume it opens up the floor a lot more and then that's where uber might come into play as well if you get him back also you yeah. get a lot some of these slashers attacking so i don't know i thought that was i thought that was stupid because then i looked at it and i'm like you're gonna say that they have less scoring than 
an old ass grandpa Lakers team. Hey, 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 hey. We would be fantastic if we were in 2010. Okay. Let's oh, not that is going to be walking the ball up the court. They may be, they may get some eight second violations because they're Dude, just walking it up too slow. I no, Westbrook definitely will not get eight second violations, but he may turn the ball over running up the court just because yeah. that's what he does. So yeah, triple A, he's gonna have eight turnovers. <laughs> Every, every uh, we'll get into the Lakers and anyway. everything they fucking did. Uh, but, but yeah, that was but no, so here's the thing though. Like, let, let me say this though. If you're looking at just the Lakers, Nets, and uh Golden State's rosters, the team that has the least potential scores is the Warriors. Look, the Nets have three guys that can average 30 points without like blinking, right? Yeah, that's, the Lakers that's, have that is an anomaly. That team what's right that? There. Come on. No, that's, okay. Well, the Lakers have three players that can average 28 without blinking an eye. You're telling me you like the Westbrook to the no, Lakers? no, no, no. But I'm just saying scoring wise, we're just discussing scoring. Like you're saying, Amin said that Golden State doesn't have enough scores. They technically only have two guys that can score 30. Wiggins isn't going to score 30. We know he might have one game where he scores 30, but he's not. Uh-oh. His career is 19. Like he's never gone above that. You know, like uh, you're comparing, if you're comparing Wiggins to the third best player on the other two, you're not yeah. going to win that battle. You no, know, no, no, I, I'm not saying he's as, as good as that. I just thought it was a stupid comment. This is my, you know, unprofessional opinion to try to say that the Warriors aren't a contender at all. And they're not even close because they don't have enough. Golden State's going to be top. What? Four. Uh, it's going to be top. Yeah. I'm look, it's going to be Lakers, Utah, who just did fantastic this off season. Um, you did? Who'd you say? Gold, Utah. Utah. Yep. Utah did a really good job of picking up really good role players off the bench to help them. I like uh, Whiteside, the addition of Whiteside. Yeah, I mean, that's perfect for uh, what's his name. When he comes off the bench, you really don't lose much of the ability of, you know, defending the uh, basket. And you know what I like about that one too is that doesn't change your, let's say Gobert gets in foul trouble. Yep. That does not change your philosophy too much because he's not a guy that comes in out and it completely changes the game. So if you needed him in the first quarter early with, you know, some of the other players, he, he can fit in nicely. He's not a stretch guy. We're shooting threes and stuff. So. And then they also signed Rudy Gay, which is a nice little pickup. Um, and then uh, who else did they get? Uh, Eric Pascal from Golden State was a nice little yeah. pickup. Who's and good. I like him a lot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they did a good job of filling in their bench for, you know, playoffs and injuries and all that that might happen throughout the season. So um, I think they did a good job. I think, yeah. So uh, what were you going to say? Yeah, I was going to say on that, when you're talking about to add to their depth, how many do you need? And and my question is going to go to to the Lakers for a second, right? Who is in the rotation? Like, honestly, talk to me about who's in the rotation and who are the one or two guys that have signed there that are going to be, like, not playing at all? I, I don't think Trevor is going to play. Trevor Rees, I don't think he's going to play much. I don't think um, – so, so, so I think the right, starting lineup – right What's that? Well, so stop right there. If Ariza is not playing at all, because if Iguodala goes there, right, because they're talking about – He's not going to go there. I don't even think the Lakers have space for him. So, do you think 
Ariza may at the last minute back out and be like, whoa, there's not enough minutes to go around here with this squad with everybody that they have picked up and back out of it. Well, here's the thing though. Like they can sign these guys. They're on minimum contracts for this season and they're one year contracts. So like say halfway through the season, he comes and says, Hey, look, I'm not getting the playing time. I expected either cut me or trade me. It's not really a loss to them on either way. If they trade him for a second round pick. Great. If they cut him, you're not losing like, you know, it's not hitting a cap thing. You know, it's like a, a million dollars on there, uh, which won't really affect them, you know? So yeah. a lot of these guys they signed aren't on huge contracts where it's going to affect them. And they're not on long-term contracts. You know, they're one-year deals or two-year deals, second-year team option, player option, whatever. So, yeah, I just look at some of the guys and I'm like, gosh, they, there's a lot that feel like they play the same type yeah. of position yeah. and you're like, who's going to be. So tell me when you, and you know this, when you get to the playoffs, you get to like an eight man rotation. So well, when they won the championship, they were 10, they were 10 deep though. They but, were going 10 so, deep. So tell me your 10 then. Okay. So like the starting five, I think will be Marcus Saul, uh, AD LeBron. Um, it'll, e- it will, it'll be uh, Westbrook and either. I think um, they'll have Blazemore or um, Wayne Ellington. Either one of those two at the two. Ooh. And that's a pretty good squad right there. Didn't they pick up somebody else besides that? They picked uh, uh, Kendrick Nunn and Malik Monk. God, who was the other one that was the starter? I feel like you're missing somebody in there. Uh, well, they have Carmelo. Well, I think Carmelo is going to come off the bench. Okay. Oh, Carmelo. Okay. So coming off the bench is Carmelo. Uh, then you're going to have uh, either Blazemore or Ellington coming in. You're going to have Kendrick Nunn. And then I don't think Malik Monk initially is going to get a lot of playing time uh, because Taylor Horton Tucker is probably going to take that spot. There and then you, you have go. Dwight Howard coming in at the center. And depending on, you know, this, like you were saying, these, a lot of these guys are a little bit older. So a lot of them are probably going to take a game off here and there. Yeah. And that's why you have a lot big, you know, you have 12 guys that you can just rotate through, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, they have, they have a lot of guys. Look, I'll tell you me, what, I, I like what they that, did day two over – overdraft night i i be very honest and i'm not hiding my anti-laker emotions but i'm gonna try to be real on this westbrook does not fit that team man. no 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 i'm i i it's funny because like everyone texted me like how how do you feel about this i'm like look first lebron had to have accepted this right like acknowledges and it came out that first oh did you hear about what happened with Westbrook and Kawhi three seasons ago? Yeah, that Westbrook reached out to Kawhi and said, hey, let's team up in L.A. And he basically was like, nope, sorry. Yeah, I won't and then called him. his teammate and was like, hey, just so you know, he's trying to bounce out. So why don't you bounce out before he does? <laughs> so this is the thing. Like, I can't wait for the Clippers, Lakers next season because this season he's not playing with them, right? Yeah. So. I or what's the Kawhi's not playing this season, so I can't wait for next season for just the Westbrook going at it at those two, you know. But do you think he's actually going to resign with the Clippers? That's a crazy. I, I mean, the funny thing is, I don't know if there's any money in, out there for him to go anywhere else now. But no, but what's what's stupid in my opinion is if he's going to stay with the Clippers, wh- why don't you do that early enough? So then maybe a couple other free agents are going to say, Hey, I want to play with him. And I don't know, maybe, but that's the problem. 
like you want to build this great championship, hey, sign early and next thing you know, and that's where maybe I think the Lakers did do a great job. They took care of business, got a big splash, whether you like it or not, the Westbrook yeah. thing. And then you saw some of these other pickups. I mean, you're talking about Malik Monk. You're talking about Kendrick Nunn. You're talking about, I mean, those guys are good players. Yeah. yeah. And you're going to, they're going to come in for the league, basically the, the minimum, veteran minimum, some yeah. of these guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let, let me ask you this. At the end of the game, five minutes left in the game, you have LeBron, AD, you have, let's just say, uh, Kendrick Nunn or Malik Monk on one wing and Ellington and uh, Westbrook. That's a pretty scary team to come down the court with. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. And like, I, mean, I, I don't care if like, though. what's that? You need to, have, I don't know. What yeah, but not, you just saw, so young. you just saw a player who can't shoot outside of 15 feet, not just take, just carry a team to the championships. For sure. So you can definitely do it. You just have to be good on the other end. If you're not very good on the offensive end, and I don't see the Lakers being bad on the defensive end. I, I agree. Now, my question would be, can LeBron coexist? Do, do what Giannis did in the playoffs again, being this is his, what, 19th year or something like that? I think he can because he has a more of a reliable player next to him in AD. I'm talking about take over like Giannis did. I don't think he needs to take over like Giannis does. Fold, you know, like he always does. Come on. What's that? AD's going to fold. Yeah. Look, we ain't talking about uh, what's Porzingis, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about your team. We're done talking about my team. And, uh, you the know, other like I said, man. I've already gotten my ring size for my next championship rings. So. <laughs> when you playing in a six foot under basketball league or hey, something? You know what? I, I will rock a lake. I will buy a replica ch- Laker championship ring just to flaunt it. <laughs> and you would, tr- you would try to make yourself smaller. So that you could play in a six foot under league. You know, homie, on a good day, I'm six foot. <laughs> Everyone thinks I'm taller because I'm just so skinny. So I'm going to go. Uh, I wish I was six one. You know, I always say the most perfect height for a male is six, three, six, four. Like that's the ideal height. Because you, you're tall enough where people are like, damn, you're tall. But you're not too tall with like, this motherfucker better be an NBA player, you know? Sure, you don't want that, right? And then and then the guy's like, nope, I didn't play sports. I'm a yeah. computer <laughs> engineer or something. Yeah. Like, such a waste of a height. <laughs> All right, let's talk about your Dallas team then. All right. Um, what did they do? <laughs> we got Reggie Bullock from the Knicks. That's I actually like that a good lot. one. That's actually a good pickup. I really like that. We re-signed uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., which um, he played well alongside Lucas. That's so a good pickup, too. That's a good uh, player to keep yes. from other teams. I totally agree. I, I like that one a lot. Um, we, I mean, we need to do something to – we got Bobon back for a year, you know, whatever. That's fine. You got uh, rid of uh, – what's his name, though? Jackson? Um, was it Jackson? Uh, the guy that you guys got from uh, 76ers last season. What was his name? Josh is it Josh Jackson or no Josh what the fuck was I don't his remember name? I'm looking at your roster and he's not on the roster so he got traded but um transactions I forgot who who's your point guard last year uh Luca thank you well <laughs> okay who's the, your who official this? point guard last year he's, he's everything okay 
Okay. Well, you didn't do much. Is they, JJ you know, Reddick coming back? He's a free they, agent they still, right? Not, they did not do much um, as, as of right now, but we'll see. There's still time. And that's what we talked about. Yeah. With, yeah. with the Porzingis thing, is there something in the works? I'm hoping that they can find some little trade deal to get um, – oh, who's the guy that put – Goran Dragic. I would really like Dragic Ooh. and Luka to be on the same team. I think that would be a nice uh, backcourt, what, they're, what they've been doing. So, Okay. Okay. That, might, that might be in the mix. Uh, there's some some things I've been hearing that uh, they're trying to get that done somehow, some way. And I don't know if that's going to be possible, but uh, that'd be good. But yeah, they I'm, didn't they didn't do too much. They they got to find somewhere for Porzingis. And yeah. if they can't, then shit, they better hope that he really makes some progress this year and uh, stops being so damn soft. Uh, the per- player I was thinking about was Josh Richardson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He got traded to uh, Boston, so uh, I don't know what you guys got back for it for him but probably nothing too great you know maybe a draft pick here and there but um let me ask you this what do you think about uh what miami did so i'll tell you what i really like that that was one of the questions i was going to ask you as well um man did they did they add some toughness as well right so they added pj tucker markeith morris and lowry so walk me through this at the end of the game if you're in the playoffs and you're staring down those dogs right there with Jimmy right. Butler as well. And bam. Right. Jimmy, right. PJ, Lowry, Morris, bam, and Jimmy Butler. Are you That's kidding squad. me? I'm you not know what? You're going to get a lot of defense. You just, Ooh. you're scoring. It's the reverse. Like, I don't know if they have totally. enough scoring. They, they got Duncan Robinson. They signed him to that big deal. That's a big Crazy. Run. But here's the thing. It, it's... People were talking about, oh my God, that's such a big contract for him. The way the no, game is playing right that's now. That's a really like, good contract. I mean, that's a good contract. What, the second highest uh, percentage three pointer of all time or something like that? I mean, that is, a, that is a contract you need to go with Butler, who is not a pure shooter out there. So, you know who I thought got truly overpaid was Jared Allen. Oh, yeah. 100 million to the cap. 100 motherfucking million for like a center. Who pays $100, 100 million for a center nowadays? Especially right. not like an elite game changing center, you know, like Anthony Davis, you get it. I'll tell you who pays for that Cleveland. The Cavs. <laughs> I mean, come on now. They're, they're paying for something, but and they, there, there have been some people that have been coming on and, you know, analysts that are saying Allen is very very good now i haven't watched very many games of his but they're saying that this dude has some serious talent so if he could ever kind of step out and get a little bit of a jumper which all the bigs are these days yeah um i mean he's so young if with all that that was one that surprised like look i i heard the same thing like all these experts are saying he's such a good player it's a great deal but the game look I, i mean they also have sexton who i don't know what they're doing even though they drafted another point guard right so are they going to trade him? Or are they going to keep him? Or like, may you think they would do a trade with the Clippers? For who? Let's say I don't know. Uh, I, I guess I don't even know who uh, Batum and you know, um, I don't know who well, they have. Cleveland, Cleveland got a, another center. That's what. Oh, they got. A, I thought they got a point guard. No, that's what's so. That's what's so strange. They picked the number three pick in the draft was Evan Mobley from USC. So, and they just signed a hundred million dollar contract. Yes, that. So I do not get that at all, unless you're trying to trade him later on. But that's a pretty large contract for a center to be trading later on. 
Why do you need a center as your third pick? And then you sign. It's like, this is the shit that like, how are you in a GM? Yeah. Yeah. Some weird, weird stuff, man. Okay. Let me, uh, uh, do you have any, I have a question for you, but you, what do you got next? Okay. So I got the, uh, what do you think about? So a couple, couple little pickups. What do you think about the bulls picking up? Uh, I, that was exactly my next question. Rosen Lonzo. And then uh, I like the Lonzo and I like the Caruso. Yeah. The, the uh what's the name demar derozan i don't get i don't get because you have zach levine because you have zach levine so your point like so who's the point guard on that team lonzo lonzo who's your two levine Levine. who's your three uh you're gonna have to go go with him do you go with demar as your three okay i don't know but they're the same player except that he doesn't open up the court and he's not a very good outside shooter like he's a good player but I don't know what they're trying to accomplish. Yeah. Are they just going to be with Lonzo a up and down? We're trying to just, yeah. it's not so much threes. It's just transition everything. I mean, this team, I think, and I was listening to one pod. They were like, look, at least they're doing something and going in the right direction. And this team in the East is a playoff team or they should be a playoff team. We'll see. Who do they have in their bigs? They still got Wendell Carter. No, they traded yeah. him. No, they have Vuce. Vuce. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Which so that's I, a good pick. I really like from Orlando. Yeah, yeah. That's right. No, they don't have a bad squad. That's why they're gonna be. They're gonna compete for a top eight in the East. It's just you're just competing for top eight in the East in a first round out. You know, like as is right now. But if you're a team that has been out of the playoffs yeah. consistently, that let's be honest, man, you have to take that progression. You have to say. We need to get to the playoffs. We need to make it a second year in a row and then try to attract some other guys to come play and find your fit. You can't, I mean, very rarely it's going to go from not playoffs to winning the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, you have to go through the bumps and bruises and they're going in the right direction. So I, yeah. I thought that was pretty, uh, pretty good little thing for them. Yeah. Um, my question is, uh, I have, who do you think is a bigger loser? Andre Drummond, uh, Shooter, or um, uh, what's his name? Ubre. Did Andre Drummond? Did he go anywhere? He signed a minimum or like a one million, whatever it is, for with the Seventy Sixers. Oh, that's right, to back up uh, Embiid. Well, Schroeder hasn't uh, hasn't gone anywhere yet. He he turned down uh, four years, eighty four during the season. Drummond turned down, uh, or Drummond didn't turn down anything, but he was making twenty five million last year and then Ubre came out like Ubre and shooter on the same level. They both came out and said, we're starting players and I, we expect this much money and everyone's like, all right, well, good luck. <laughs> yeah. I think that's so dumb for them to do. You're, you're really setting yourself up for failure. I mean, you can have confidence in everything, but as soon as you start placing demands and yeah. like that type of expectations and Schroeder shot himself in the foot, man. Yeah. I mean, he bet. here's the thing we praise guys all the time for, Hey, he bet on himself and, and he won and he earned it and all that stuff. Well, shit, this is a classic case where he bet on himself and lost. He bet on himself and he did not have a better hand and yeah. he had to fold at the end. It's like, you're, he's going to get, somebody's going to pick him up. Of course, you know what? Probably going to be somebody stupid, like the Cavaliers to go with Jared Allen. Yeah. They'll probably trade away their future in Sexton. Who the hell knows what they're going to do, but um, he'll get picked up somewhere. 
It's going to be uh, that, that. And then like same thing with Oladipo. He had two years, 54, turned it down. He signed a minimum again with Miami. Yeah. Well, these guys, his injuries though. I know, but he, he, he could have had that contract before he got injured. Right. And it's not like he was going to go to my, uh, Miami and like be this huge player that gets a five-year contract, you know? So it's, it's, I I feel like Drummond and shooter just shot themselves in the foot on, I don't even know why, how many nights do you think they miss or just wake up with nightmare of, I gave up. 84 fucking million dollars which and what do you think he's going to get all seriousness he's probably going to i think he's going to sign a one-year minimum or okay. mid-level and then try to rebuild his stock for next try year. To do it again and that'd be a smart thing to do if you're him right instead of taking a three or four million or three or four year for 40 million because somebody right. would probably fork that over yeah uh yeah he's he lost a lot of money in that deal and we'll see um yeah. so there's another one that hasn't signed yet and I for sure thought this guy was going to get a bag early. Reggie Jackson. Oh, yeah. So what the hell are the Cl- are the Clippers doing anything? I don't know. That's actually, I forgot about Reggie. How? He'd be a badass off the bed. Like, I mean, Cam Payne got paid. He, I think he got three years. I think he's making like three, four million a year. That's not a bad contract. Uh, for but, Reggie Jackson, who was like at times playing significant minutes at the end, taking very, very important shots for that team. I agree. I, I'm looking up campaign's contract right now. He just signed three years, 19 million. So he'll uh-huh. make roughly five, almost six million ish. As, as a backup, that's pretty darn good. That's it's uh, yeah, it goes just under six for each this next year. And then it averages out to six and a half over the three years. So yeah. three years, 19. Yeah. Reggie Jackson. You're right. I forgot about Reggie. I mean, I don't know who has, you know, money left to kind of play with, but I mean, that's a player. Shoot. Hey, if Dallas has some room, I would love to have him. Yeah. You put he- Reggie Jackson as a shooter. You put uh, Reggie Bullock as a shooter surrounding yeah. Luka in the paint. Boy, yeah, even or uh, Portland would be a good fit for him coming off behind uh, Dame and or well, running side by side with Dame. Well, let's see if CJ where he goes, right? Yeah, uh, who else would be a good fit for him? Even I guess Miami wouldn't be. He honestly, some team like Orlando might sign him because yeah. they got cap space or whatever. Um, but the Clippers are idiots if they get let him go. Well, he should be not- starting over what's his name, too. The way he was playing last season towards the end of it. Uh, you know, so that was one where I saw and I thought that was a uh, that was a shocker to me that he hadn't already secured something. Because, you know, a lot of teams are already putting together their roster and really molding it right now. Yeah. And unless there's something that's going to happen tonight to get some movement, to open up a spot, and then you hear his name called as a free agent, uh, I'm, I'm very shocked on that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's still not signed. I, I'm really surprised at that. So there's two other questions that I had for you. So one. Oh, by the uh, way, I'm sorry. You mentioned that Toronto they drafted um, a big guy in place, but Serge Ibaka isn't there anymore. Remember, he's on the Clippers. No, no, I said it, he was to replace uh, Siakam. Oh, Siakam. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, plays yeah. the same type of yeah, um, yeah, position yeah, as yeah, 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 yeah. Um, do you think Patty Mills to the Nets does anything for them? I don't see where he's going to play. 
I think that he is going to play in Brooklyn. What's that? He's going to play in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, where I think he's basically a backup for whenever Kyrie decides not to play. Okay. I mean, you watch him and when he's playing for team Australia and I mean, dude, he's, he's still balling playing. out. He still gets his shots up too. He always did yeah. with San Antonio and you know, I like him. He's a scrappy player. Yeah. Um, especially I think, they, yeah. They Dinwiddie also, right? Yeah, Dimwitty went to the Wizards. Let's talk about the Wizards. That was my next question for you. That's going to be a fun team to watch between those three players. They I don't know if Beal will stay. If I haven't heard any rumblings anywhere on any like sites or wherever that says he is requesting out. Everybody's talking about him winning the Mr. Patience Award. Yeah. <laughs> Having people you know, come there, but... I don't think they did terrible. No, I mean, no. We're not talking about a, a Eastern Conference Finals type team, but I think they did pretty decent. No, like let's look at the NBA. Um, like, do you think they will be a, a Eastern Conference playoff team? Mm, I don't know. They're they're borderline eight, nine, ten. I mean, you talk about the they were eight seed last year. I know. I, I mean, I think they're yeah, they're close. You know who I didn't hear a lot from is Indiana. They did nothing. Yeah. Like, I didn't hear anything from them, from Charlotte, really. Um, Like, those two teams were so quiet. Dallas is quiet on this side. Memphis is pretty quiet on this side. Um, Pelicans, I think, failed. They did nothing right. Houston did nothing except just draft. That's it. And okay, so he didn't do much. Minnesota, like, what's going on with Minnesota? What's their game plan? Who knows? There's somebody that would sign Reggie Jackson for a bunch. I could yeah. see sign him for like a hundred million dollars for three years. Or something like that. Put him, put him next to your, your boys up there. D'Lo, D'Lo, and Cat, uh, and Cat. Hey, that could know. be your third since Booker's not working. Right, I lost that bet, homie. I lost that. Hey, how much did you bet on that? Did that put me over? I never bet. I never, no one took a bet on that. I just kept okay. saying I would, but no one took a bet on that with me. So that's good. It's gonna be fun. I'm excited to see. I mean, I'm excited. Anything, yeah, and the summer league is starting yeah. up. Summer league is starting up. Some of the teams I've been kind of keeping an eye on. They're like they're fun to watch. Like there was actually a really cool thing. This Miami Heat guy. I don't know who he was. Huddles gets his, a bunch of like the guys that were just about to go in and the summer league. He's like. Look in the sands. You see those guys? God, they're like, yeah. He's like, you see them? You know what I see? I see a bunch of players that were drafted. Look around us. None of us are drafted. Prove them wrong. Like that. Like that's a that's a dude you want on your roster right there. I don't know if he's good or not. I want him on my roster right there as a 12th man. So speaking of guy that you want on your roster, I know you're probably pretty sad to see Caruso go, right? I am. I am. So so tell me why. Why was he not made part of the plan to keep him instead of some other people? So the way I have kind of figured this out is if they were to sign him for the same amount, they would go over the salary cap and literally his 10 million would turn into 30 million on their books per year. Does that make sense? Because once you go past the cap, you have to pay a luxury tax and they would go so above it that they basically his salary would be a $30 million contract for them. Yeah. But that's, but that's saying that they, they signed everybody else as well. No, no, no. That was because, and then 
actually, and then the other thing was signing Westbrook was a better contract for them to take in than having to keep Caruso, uh, Kuzma, and signing Shooter. Those three would be above what just one contract of Westbrook is. And Westbrook is technically only a one-year contract. Yeah. Next year, I think it's a player option. And just like everybody else, he's probably going to opt out and sign for like a longer term, just like Chris Paul did, you know? So yeah. that was the reason they let him go. And then they signed THT was because it would be less of a hit on their cap than Caruso. Yeah, it's just a bummer. I thought he was a fan favorite. but Oh, no, he not only was a fan favorite, he had the best plus and minus with LeBron over the three years he was there. I, I believe it. He was so, fantastic. And so that's why I was I was a little shocked with that because in the games, they even had him in playing defense in some yeah. really crucial moments. So yeah. uh, I was surprised yeah. with that. But he also gets he gets these little injuries that he'll miss like two weeks here, three weeks here. He constantly had some back. He had some back and neck issues throughout because he just – he throws his body out there, you know? Yeah. And in those, so he missed – he played like 60 games a year basically. So – um, I don't know. We'll see. We have plenty of players to substitute for Caruso. If they're good or not is a different question. Yeah, I mean, you got about like 16 guys that are all over 35 years old. Look, let me tell you this. If we were in 2011, there would be no doubt we'd be winning NBA championships right now. Man, hey, it, it's going to be fun. But overs, unders, before the season starts, how many games Anthony Davis is going to miss due to injury? Oh, for, oh okay. Um. I say he plays at 70. Nah, I'm going to go under 70. You think so? So he'll miss more than 12 games. Yep. I mean, they have plenty of people to take his spot. Right? Yeah, but at the same time, it's, it's you, you know what happens, man. It's not about taking a spot. When he came back, he, was, he wasn't in that basketball shape. It wasn't fully yeah, healed. Yeah, and yeah but it's also it. not – um, the season's going to go back to what it was. So it's yeah. not as – you know confined it's longer season so people can take you know i don't know if they want to or not but they can take a couple of games off here or a couple of games off there and just let their bodies recover you know yeah. so it'll be it'll be a good it'll be good to get them back not so compact of a schedule yeah um you know i however i did like the the back-to-back in the same city i thought that was yeah a great way to you know limit you know yeah. minimize some travel and stuff like they that they might keep that they and, might you yeah, know. I don't think I don't think that hurt the cause at all. Um, no, I think there's. I think they took. They're going to take a couple of things that they learned from this season and apply it into the new season. I think the play-in games were fantastic. Agreed. You know, the nine and ten. I think. Um, I think they were still talking about having some sort of a tournament in the middle of the season, which I don't know how they're going to incorporate it, but that's tough. That's going to be tough. So we'll that's see. tough. No, I, I like some of that stuff, and we'll see. They're going to try to figure out some of the. Some of the real changes, but uh, yeah. hey, it sure is fun to see some of the guys switching teams. I, Dude, I'm it's going to be – I mean, we're going to get into the next – next... I'm hoping Ben Simmons gets moved. I'm hoping I, – I love to see guys on new teams because it's uh, it's always fun to, to spice it up. Yeah, well, it's going to be – I mean, the next maybe next week or next whatever, next time we do the pod, we'll have more of an idea of where everybody is. But it's going to take a while for us to remember who's on whose team, <laughs> just like last year, the year before, where it's like exactly. so many players changed this offseason. So many big players changed this offseason, you know? Yeah. So, so you heard it here first. Porzingis for Dame Lillard, straight up. 
<laughs> if that happens, the GM of Portland is getting fired and they're selling the fucking team. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. Immediately. Ah, wouldn't uh, that be great? That would be the biggest coup of all time. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's going to be funny. Um, well, hopefully that happens so we have a lot to talk about. Um, thank you all for listening and we will be back uh, probably next week, maybe in like 10 days or so. So thank you for listening. Peace. Peace.